With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander here at onlinewithbillalexander.com. Hope everything's going fine for you on this evening. And uh, tonight we have a guest. Well, I, I was going through my stuff. We've talked to this individual before, and it's hard to believe it's almost been 11 years since I talked to him last time. But before we do that, I want to share something with you. This is the song that actually introduced me to Larry O'Neill of the band Hotel Faux Pas. And you may remember this. This is from the early 2000s when I used to work at that uh, local AM radio station. So let's uh, bring this one up right now. It's called How I Won the Spelling Bee, Ukulele. Larry O'Neill, how you doing, Larry? Pretty good, Bill. Thanks for having me on tonight. <laughs> it's hard to believe it's almost been 11 years since the last time you and I talked. I can't believe it. Time flies. Time flies you're when you're having music. fun. Yeah, and, and the book that uh, we were, I was talking about at the beginning of the show is called Various Tentacles, which I interviewed you then, but as I just shared with the audience, um, I found you in the late 90s, early 2000s, when I was hosting a uh, talk show on a local AM radio station in the area, and the whole idea was I was looking for liner music, and I found... How I Won the Spelling Bee on the internet. I don't even remember what site it was on, and that's how I was introduced to Hotel Faux Pas. Oh, fantastic. So, are you still performing with the group, or are you doing individual stuff now? It's just me right now. I'm, 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 I've gone on my own since the days of Hotel Faux Pas. We're all still friends, but... But we kind of, they kind of decided they wanted to do do some di different things, and, you know, instead of the quirky folk rock uh, niche that we kind of uh, invented for ourselves back then. So they're doing more things that are pop rock oriented, and I kind of broke away and did, you know, my, my own kind of solo stuff. So. so I think it's interesting. You call it quirky folk rock. Yes. <laughs> Is that, did you just create that genre? 
I think so. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But we all we all kind of brought brought, brought our own individual uh, you know message to the band, and my gift to the band was the quirkiness. So I got you. That's why we have songs about you know we did it on the kitchen table. It's about putting puzzles together. So you know and and. And ukulele, how I won the spelling bee, those kind of goofy songs like that. So. And and they're entertaining and they're very lighthearted and, and, and enjoyable. And the new stuff you've done now is done basically uh, in the same vein. One of the songs that my uh, 14-year-old son uh, got to hear the other day is I Must Not Pee in the Kitchen Sink. That's a bit of an anthem for you know when you're when you're washing dishes and and you, you get overtaken by the urge and you tell yourself wait a second I, I'm washing dishes so then instead you go and you write a song about it I must not pee in the kitchen sink so, so are you, I was going to ask you this are you married uh, not at the, not at the moment well I, I can tell why now. About. I mean, yeah. that, that, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. So I see you have a concert coming up next week at uh, Webster Grove Garden Cafe on That's December 15th. Night. What's yeah, that? This Saturday. Oh, this, this Saturday, Saturday night. night. You're right. Today's the 13th. I forgot what day it was. <laughs> and uh, is, that, is it a big venue, small venue? How's this work? It's a small coffee house, but, you know, pretty intimate, but I get to stand up there and, and play my goofy songs for two hours to a bunch of friends and anyone who wants to hear. So, so it all works out, really. So how, how often do you perform? Uh, you know, three or four times a year, really, is about, about it. And then I, I play for friends at parties and everything, but, but nothing formal. Okay. And uh, the, newest, the newest recordings that you did that are available on ReverbNation.com, um, mm -hmm. You have it's uh, let's see let's cut a demo I must not pee in the kitchen sink song of Lily Claire fools fall harder coonskin cap they're not playing our song don't make me say it again in St James Infirmary um, a lot of these you've done over the last few years correct correct uh, so on Saturday I'm releasing my fifth solo record. Uh, called Let's Act Like This Never Happened. It's a collection of 14 brand new songs that I've been working on over the last couple of years. So um, that, that's my newest of, of five. So, so some of those songs that are on Reverbation come from, from these recordings. And uh, so what do you do during the week? Uh, I'm a writer. I do a lot of freelance writing. Okay. I've got, uh, several, several clients. Um, I'm working on some, some prospective TV shows. Uh, different things like that um but trying to make a living uh with with words well i, I find it interesting because there's a lot of people like you out there that that do multiple things but yet still fall back on the music and i think more in a way of relaxing or expressing themselves than what they would do monday through friday but in your case you're doing it all the time i really am you know whether it's whether it's uh, novel writing or short story writing or script writing or, or the music. I, you know, that's, that's kind of my focus. That's, you know, that's, that's the, the trade that I, that I fell into and it's, it's the only thing I can do. So, so there, I'm, I'm, I'll never be a lawyer or a doctor or anything <laughs> like that. So that's what I do. So have you ever thought about doing the music thing full time? Uh, not since the band kind of fell apart, so uh, I, I backed off then and, and just and just really kind of looked at it more of a hobby and a pastime at that then. So I don't know. 
because uh, if if you I mean when you you said you're writing a, a couple TV scripts, have you thought about using your music as a theme? Um, I have done that. Um, there's one show that's kind of uh, country oriented, and I um, contributed some songs to that. Some kind of Carter family type songs that okay. go back to the 30s and 40s, and I I've written um, about six songs for that, you know, in the vein of the, of the Carter family from the, from the thirties. So is the, any of this stuff you've done, anything we may be familiar with, or is it still in the uh, pitching stage to studios? Very, very early stages right now. Uh, I've, I've worked for toy companies uh, for a long, long time. I, and so I, I write for kids a lot. So what oh, okay. I'm doing is, 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 is pitching, uh, is, is creating ideas for, for kids shows. So a couple of those that I'm, that I'm really close to working on are a couple of, Perspective kids TV shows that, that I'm hoping will be fun and um, looking for some underwriting from some PBS stations at the, at the moment. So what age group are you looking at for these kids programs? Um, about seven to ten right now on a couple of these shows. Um, five to ten, seven to ten, something like that. Now, because you're doing this as, as your, as your full time job, are you noticing some resistance in pitching at the studios because of a lot of the stuff that we're seeing now going to online venues like Netflix and Hulu's and Amazon prime? Um, well, that's not really my side of it. So I'm, I know exactly what you're saying. And, and those could be, you know, avenues that we, that we explore too. Um, so, but I don't know, but PBS is kind of our first, mm -hmm. our first stop. But, um, but luckily, you know, I'm not on the production end of it. I'm not on the business end of it. I'm on the creative end of it. So that's <laughs> you, where I want to be. You have the less stress that is what you're saying. Well, yeah, I think so. And that, that, <laughs> You know, and the administrative part of it is not my area of expertise anyway. So, so you so you actually are coming up with the ideas of the program and then putting the script together yourself, or do you have a creative team? Uh, pretty much, it's me right okay. now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you'd like to share that might be uh, interesting to the audience? Uh, well, not on that front because every, everything is so new. But uh, I would love to pitch just my new record coming out okay. this weekend. Um, it's, it's like I said, quirky. It's with a capital Q because it's got a lot of songs on there that are about different things. And then, you know, I approach songwriting more like a fiction writer approaches a short story. So I like to keep that creative distance between the, the storyteller and a character, you know. So I think the narrative has more room, kind of room to, to move in that point. So singing from the point of view of a character, I, I think broadens the scope of, of storytelling. So I don't see why storytelling can't can't you know cross over into songwriting and, and singing so that's kind of what i do so when you when you th when i think of storyteller and i think of country music i think of tom t hall because when he wrote he told stories in his songs yeah and there are some more recent uh references than tom t hall too but yeah you're right so that's the vein you're going in then and then trying to to, to have a you want to say a humorous story or whatever me, but something thought-provoking enough that the audience can listen to and make them think about things later on? Yeah, sure. Sure, if, if they're so inclined, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't know. I think that if your songwriting is limited to the latest, your latest real-life fight or breakup or hookup, right. then your song's going to be pretty boring and nondescript. Which is true. You know? Yeah. Which is true when I say this, knowing full well that pop music on the radio and streaming on the airways are mostly comprised of, you know, breakup songs, and they're pretty devoid of ones singing about 
peeing in the kitchen sink or serial killer glockenspiel players or ballet class dropouts. Those, right. Those are the that's, that's the you know the world that I moved in. So <laughs> I think so. That's kind of scary if you think about it. Uh, have Have you looked at uh, what you, when you're performing these? Like you said, you only do it four or five times a year. Have you looked at doing the national thing with the uh, America's Got Talent or or uh, American Idol, whatever it may be, taking your stuff to a larger audience? No, I really haven't. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm at an age where, I don't know, I don't fit the demographic, I don't think, for that. Okay. And, um, I, don't, I don't know if I have the, the wherewithal to, to, to do it on such a national level. I, I, I would much rather do it on a smaller scale. At this point, with with the stuff, because a lot of the stuff I found out, and I've been following the the uh, the, the hotel faux pas uh, Facebook page for the last few years, and that's when I whenever the um, the new stuff came up. Are you noticing a, a newer audience online, or is it the same group of people or the same audience you had whenever the the band was together? Um, it varies. It's, it's a lot of the same same old people, but every once in a while, you know, somebody new discovers us and listens and says, this is fun and this is different, and um, make a few new friends, fans that way. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I've been sharing it uh, with, uh, <laughs> with a couple people I know, and uh, they have gotten a real kick out of it because it is different. A lot of ways, some of the stuff that you do, and, and I'm thinking of someone performing on a national level, would be Haywood Banks, the same idea, yeah. the quirky songs. Yeah, exactly. I want to think that maybe mine are a little bit more narrative, a little bit more cerebral than than his right. funny, goofy, off-the-wall songs. But yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's the same idea, the same field. Now, getting off the the, uh, the music real quick, have you written any new books? Uh, I, I, you know, I, I kind of stepped away from, from that, from fiction writing for a long time, but I've just recently gotten back into it. So um, I had about five short stories that were kind of in progress, and I've kind of gone back and keep nibbling at them a little bit. One of the, one of the ideas I thought was... was Robust, robust enough to, to turn into a, a novel. So that's that's what I'm focusing on right now is is a, is a new novel. So you know it probably will will be a couple of years before that's complete. But um, it's a novel that that you know still comprises the the absurd notion that I like to write with, and and I'm hoping to have it finished at some point. What's interesting is um, I was going through some, and, th- and everything happens. Coincidentally, I was going through some books the other day, and I came across um, various tentacles. The last one that uh, you and I talked about, and I haven't read in a while, so I picked it up and started reading it again. I'm going, this is really good. It's like I forgot about what I read the first time, and I'm I'm re-exposing myself to it again, and then again, finding the new music and everything that you have done. And again, it, it's really nice to be able to have something to go back because in today's society, it's something you can feel comfortable with. Well, that's excellent. Yeah, and I thank you for that. Very uh, Tentacles is a collection of short stories that I wrote that all have, revolve around music in some way. Mm-hmm. So I thought as a musician, as a songwriter, and as a fiction writer, it would be nice to, to combine those two worlds. So, of course, there's absurdity in there. There's a story about a girl who's 
woman whose husband died, and in a grief therapy, she picks up the ukulele and starts playing the ukulele. And the problem is that she can't ever put it down. So that leads to all, a whole different level of problems. So there's a lot of funny, quirky stories in there, too, about that. So and there's a, a story about a guy who is a concert pianist, and he can't find a job in Florida, and he ends up working for a company that makes miniature toy pianos. And uh, that takes on a new life. So it was really fun to be able to write a whole collection of stories that, that revolved around music. And, and going back through it, I'm looking at uh, the, the one of the albums that you did, uh, the, uh, the what is it, Five Dead Scotsmen, which again has some really unique songs on it. Uh, <laughs> if I were yeah. a chiropractor, and number 12 on the disc, which is, is so perfect for the holiday season, A Pirate's Christmas. Uh, indeed, that was one of our epics, yeah. So <laughs> we celebrated Christmas the way a pirate might. So, yeah, that's a fun... That, yeah, you talk about Hotel Football now, you're going back... Right, I'm going there. back to... Yeah. So, yeah. it's it just just going back and looking at some of this stuff. And, and I actually have uh, your first two albums uh, that you were kind enough to... Uh, to send to me a handful of years ago, so I they're on my they're on my phone, so I can listen to them um, whenever the mood strikes me. But when you write this stuff, where do you get the ideas from? Uh, anywhere, anywhere, and everywhere. I, I keep an open mind. Um, you know, I listen to I listen to other music. I, I you know just try to. I try to put a different spin on, on, on things. And my, my take on life is a little twisted, a little absurd. So I, I try to use that avenue to, to express myself creatively. And trust me, you do. <laughs> yeah, you can pick up a, a National Enquirer, Weekly World News. We used to pick up those from the supermarket and get ideas from there to write the hotel football songs from. Yeah, and, and there's a, there's a few of them out there that uh, what it, uh, the uh, the uh, Lock Lomond um, that <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or or tickets for the rapture, one of my favorites. So yeah, it, mm-hmm. yeah. And again, stupid when she dances. Yes, kind of a hit for us off that one. So yeah, and and one that was my ringtone for the longest time is um, where is it? Uh, what the oh heck, I just lost it. It was right in front of me. Uh, <laughs> It was uh, flammable pajamas that was uh, my ringtone for the longest time on my phone. <laughs> yeah, because that, that one that one is really unique in itself. Yeah, that was always a fun one to play. And they saved Hitler's heart. So uh, yeah, some, sometimes when I when I first listened to these and even the new stuff, it was like. Is he sober when he writes this stuff, or is it uh, just somebody having fun or, or pulling someone else's leg whenever they're writing this stuff? Because I can't imagine you taking yourself too seriously when you perform it. No, not at all. Not when I write it, not when we record it, not when I perform it. Yeah, because you cannot take, take it too seriously. Because this weekend, on the 15th, um, you're, it sounds to me like you're going to have a lot of fun just performing um, just performing the groups and when you do perform do you just perform your stuff or you bring back some of the old stuff from the band I do yeah there's a section in the middle of every show where I pull out five or six hotel faux pas gems 
and and kind of uh, do those as as a solo uh, versions of them. So that's fun too. And you know, old, old fans of the band who come to my shows, you know, enjoy hearing those some of those old nuggets. Has, has the band talked about getting back together again? Uh, yeah, we do talk about that every once in a while. Our, our drummer is the holdout right now, and uh, he's kind of doing some other things. And maybe if we could, uh, the other three of us would love to do it. Um, if we could convince, you know, twist our drummer's arm, then I think maybe that'll happen at some point. But we would all love to do that. So, not not that I'm familiar with it because I'm from the Pittsburgh area. But how is the music scene in St. Louis? Uh, you know, it, it kind of ebbs and flows because in, it, it, right now it's pretty good. There's there's several several clubs um, that are operating right now that are that are showcasing uh, original music. And um, for me, there's a number of coffee houses that I can go perform at. You know, just as a solo acoustic um, performer, so that's always great. I can grab a six string or twelve string, or even bring my ukulele and hit some play this ukulele song. So so that works. So you, you mentioned the ukulele. When you when you started performing, what was the first instrument you played? Uh, it was the mountain dulcimer when I was in high school. Okay. Um, I don't so imagine I, there being a much call for a dulcimer, but okay. Right, exactly. So, you know, everybody I knew was in a band were, were playing electric guitars, and that didn't really appeal to me. But okay. what appealed to me was, was more folk instruments. So I started with... Uh, with uh, the, the mountain dulcimer of all things, and then moved to the mandolin, and then I bought myself a Greek bazooki, and um, I kept resisting the urge to to play the guitar. And so, at some point, I, I did give in and say, you know, the guitar is probably an okay instrument. So, so then I really switched almost primarily to, to guitar. So when you, when I go back and think of the ukulele song, do you ever pull a fleck drum from your pants? Of course, that's the only way to do it. Um, <laughs> and dance, and, and dance, you're right. My daughter, who is 11 years old, she wants to learn to play the ukulele. And yeah. and the other day, I played this for her, and I don't know if she really, <laughs> if if she was impressed or more confused when she heard the song. So, <laughs> well. A lot of people cannot spell the word ukulele, so I thought as a public service, you know, I would write a song that taught people how to spell the word ukulele. And if it, so that's kind of a and, and I believe if it wasn't for you, I would not be able to spell that word to this day. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many people tell me that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, which is quite, which is quite, quite interesting. So, any new songs on the horizon that you're putting together? Well, like I said, I'm releasing a whole new, um, you know, selection of 14 songs on Saturday. It's, it's called "Let's Act Like This Never Happened," um, and then I'm, I've already started writing some new ones for for next year. So, so the new yeah. stuff is it going to be available online? Or are you going to be yeah. selling it through Amazon, or how's that going to work? It'll be on Amazon, CD Baby. You can you can stream it on Spotify. I think all my all my uh, records. The previous four and this one will also all be on Spotify and okay. I believe Pandora and uh, from CD Baby, from Amazon, from lots of different sources. Yeah. So with, with the on the whole idea of uh, producing, I mean, are you producing your own stuff? Yes, I am. Yeah. 
So I've got the, the benefit of, of my musician friends uh, to come in and, and put down some bass and electric guitar and piano. So it's not it's not just a, a solo acoustic record. So um, you'll, you'll when you hear it, it sounds like a full band, but it's it's mostly me. Okay, because um, I, I I was just wondering. The reason is is because I I. I think it's interesting when performers now actually are in control of their own music, that they're not going through a studio and they're actually producing it, they're marketing it, they're selling it. And with the online venues out there, have you noticed success? I mean, is it it's a, a great success, mediocre, whatever? I mean, how, how do you think you're doing compared to maybe if you were released it 10 or 15 years ago? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, you're right that there are, you know, people who are more hobbyists can get into the field more and, and, and express themselves and create something and put it out there. Um, so I always feel like, you know, these, these records are for me primarily. If anybody else listens to them, that, that's fantastic. Um, but I want to make music for me that I, you know, like and want to create. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that in this day and age, we have more of, a, of an opportunity to do that. You know, it's not just locked into a record label or something like that. Which is which is which again is very good because you're able to find a different audience. And on some of the reviews on Amazon, are mm-hmm. they real people or do you write your own reviews? Um, I haven't written any of my own for okay. that. So I'll just check those out. But I did. I did just realize that if you do an Amazon like product search of my name, Larry yeah. O'Neill, you get my music along with a ton of basketball results. Yes, uh, Larry Bird and Shaquille O'Neal. I so, just noticed know, that. <laughs> but be careful of that if you're ordering a Shaq jersey, you might end up with one of my records. So explain to me what Glockenspiel Man is. Glockenspiel. You know what a Glockenspiel is? Yes, I do. Okay, well, like in every marching band, there's, I think the weirdest person in the marching band is the glockenspiel player. Uh, it <laughs> okay. seems a little bit out of place to me. So I wrote a song about um, a serial killer who's the glockenspiel player in a marching band. So um, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 sometimes I dream these things and I wake up in the morning and I say, I gotta write that song because that was just in my dream. So that happens. So what comes first, the words or the melody? Uh, it varies. Um, it depends on the song. Sometimes an idea will strike me and I'll just grab a guitar or I'll just start jotting down a line and just kind of build it from there. So kind of concurrently, I would think. So so the me. idea of Honeymoon Cruise to Hades, was that, uh, was that self-biographical or was that just something you dreamt? <laughs> No, that was kind of like, you, you remember a couple of years ago when there was that big, I don't know, Caribbean cruise line that, that lost power and nobody could flush the toilets and it turned out to be a nightmare? Yes, I do. <laughs> Actually, I know yeah. somebody was on that boat at the time. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, I kind of wrote a song from the, you know, about an incident like that. Okay. The honeymoon cruise and, and yet, so the cruise, the boat loses power and it, it it's shipwrecked on an island, and they get overtaken by pirates, and crazy things happen. <laughs> so I don't know where that comes from, but it but it happened. And 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 one more I have to ask about is Lucky Socks. Yeah, Lucky Socks. That's a <laughs> that's a ukulele song. 
um, that sounds that sounds fun and upbeat, but it's actually pretty bitter. It's about uh, a guy who tries on his girlfriend's lucky socks because he needs all the luck in the, in the world. And guess what? They don't work. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they only work for the people that own them. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So, hey, Larry, I appreciate you taking time on this Thursday night to talk about uh, your music and your upcoming concert this or performance this weekend at the Webster Grove Garden Cafe at 630 on December 15th. Um, and I look forward to hearing your new music and also reading anything you may be writing and maybe possibly seeing what you got what you do on tv too so again i appreciate you taking time out uh to talk so to me much, this Bill. evening and uh, thank you so much i will i will send anything new your way that's for sure hey that is great i i would really appreciate that and uh we'll keep in touch and anything anytime you have anything new um just let me know and we'll bring you back on the program Fantastic. Thanks so much, Bill. Thanks, I Larry. It. I really appreciate it. Larry O'Brien from Hotel. Uh, <laughs> have a good one. Larry O'Brien. Larry O'Brien. Larry O'Neill. I was thinking someone else real quick there. But Larry O'Neill from uh, Hotel Faux Pas. And um, also his solo performance now performing this weekend at Webster Grove's Garden Cafe, December 15th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, really great to hear him. Again, as he said, quirky folk music, which is probably the best way to uh, uh, to discuss it. But again, Larry, I really appreciate you taking time uh, to talk to us tonight. And uh, we'll be back in just a moment with more online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. Bill Giannetti Motors at 656 National Pike East in Brownsville is a proud sponsor of programming on FCTV. Bill Giannetti Motors providing quality vehicles for 45 years. If you're looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle, give Phil Giannetti's a call at 724-785-6800 or stop by their website, philgiannettimotors.com.
Now, can you spell ukulele? <laughs> U-K-U-L-E-U-E. There we go. Ukulele. Uh, Larry O'Neill, that was with Hotel Faux Pas, and he's doing his own solo stuff now. Also wrote the book, Various Tentacles. Larry, thank you very much for joining me. And for those of you that can figure out why I called him Larry O'Brien at the end, you're remembering the morning program here in Pittsburgh called O'Brien and Gary, which Larry O'Brien was his name. But it was Larry O'Neill. Thank you very much, Larry. Hey, if you'd like to go, in and talk to me right now for about another 10 or 15 minutes. The phone number is 724-505-1955. That's 724-505-1955. And uh, open line conversation as we talk about whatever's going on in your world here at Online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. One thing I am really excited to announce today is that... Uh, <laughs> I scored an interview today. It was totally by accident, and I mentioned this before, and I hope I don't tick somebody off, but if I do, I apologize up front. But coming up in January, probably the first, maybe the second week, we're shooting for uh, January 3rd at 10 p.m. Yours truly is going to be talking to former WTAE uh, anchor, Sally Wigan, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Sally agreed to uh, be on the program this afternoon. She said she'd love to do it. I uh, We're trying to schedule the date and time to get everything straightened out. But right now we're looking at the first Thursday in January 2019 so we can have the conversation with her and talk about her career and talk about everything else. And I'm really excited about it. Those of you that have listened to the program or watched the program before know that I have a affinity to former radio personalities and stuff like that going all the way back to Steve Allen when we worked at the old AM 1130 when we talked to him about his book The Man Who Turned Back the Clock and then uh, I've talked to Jack Bogut I've talked to Lynn Cullen I've talked to Doug Hirth inadvertently I've talked to Mike Pintech that was by accident, but hey, it accident works, right? And um, we've talked to Clark Ingram, we've talked to Eric O'Brien, we've talked to Glenn Heller, Joe Simon, Joe Gehring. Let's see, who else have we talked to in the last how many years uh, working in Pittsburgh media? But we've talked a lot, and I um, finally have the opportunity to talk to Sally Wigan. And I'm um, looking forward to it. So hopefully you'll be able to join us on uh January 3rd at 10 p.m. And then we're going to be uh, broadcasting that one um, like we will be doing this program tonight on Fayette TV Channel 77 on the Atlantic Broadband System. And of course, it also is going to be airing on YouTube at the uh, website online with BillAlexander.com. So hopefully you'll be able to join us and uh, we'll be able to do that open line conversation now for about another 10 minutes. 724-505-1955. 724-505-1955. Again, a big thank you to Larry O'Neill um, from uh, the group, formerly of the group Hotel Faux Pas, who will be performing uh, this weekend in St. Louis um, on the 15th at 6.30. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to attend that if you are in that area. And uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with his music, all you have to do is go online to uh, Amazon and you'll be able to look up Larry O. Oh, uh, Neil. And again, you can also uh, look up Hotel Faux Pas 
And again, that's how I found him with the ukulele song, which I think is great. And again, the book, Various Tentacles. So uh, hope everything's going fine with you. It's been a while since we've been on the air uh, on the uh, internets and also on TV. The reason the schedules have been crazy, it is the holiday season. And hopefully your holiday is getting ready. If you noticed, we have a uh, new backdrop behind us, my my multicolored brick wall. What do you think? You like it? <laughs> it still needs steamed, but it's there. Uh, actually, the studio is being moved um, once again every time I have one of these it gets moved because my son wants his own bedroom so we're going to be uh, reworking that here real soon <laughs> so we'll be back it's just going to be delayed and also don't forget you can listen to the program America's Classic Standards uh, new program airs on Saturday night at uh, 6 p.m. on WMCK.FM that's an internet radio station out of McKeesport Pennsylvania and and uh, we've been doing a lot of vinyl recently from what I classify as the vinyl vault. And if you uh, see me going to local thrift stores throughout southwestern Pennsylvania, you'll know it's me looking for vinyl. And I've been really lucky recently. A lot of the stuff I've been getting has been... Uh, compilation albums that have dealt with uh, either certain themes or advertising or stuff like that. The only thing I haven't done yet, which I'm going to have to put at least one or two programs together, dealing with Christmas music. Maybe just one. One for the week of Christmas and then one the week after. And um, finding some of that, unfortunately, I can't find any of it. I remember as a kid an old album called, it was a Firestone Presents when gas stations used to uh, use these as promos and even grocery stores did too, like Kroger's. And I've been looking for those. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to find them. A lot of other stuff I've been able to find, but not anything dealing with the Christmas theme. So we're going to be uh, doing that again. The show runs every Saturday at 6, Monday at 5, and Wednesday at 9 a.m. Or you can go to the website, americasclassicstandards.com. And um, this Saturday, when the new uh, page comes up, it will show you the music listing of everything else. And it will also give you the opportunity to listen to the program if you're not able to listen to it live on WMCK because Saturday night we run the new program and then the rerun is on Monday and Wednesday. Phone number for the Hootenanny for the rest of the evening is 724-505-1955. Again, that's 724-505-1955. One of the things I forgot about when doing a program like this is what do you do when no one calls? Because I was prepared to talk to Larry, had a nice time talking to Larry, and uh, I need four more minutes to, to fill, but uh, we're, we're fine. Hopefully you're able to enjoy the show tonight. Um, I had fun. I enjoy talking to him. We've been doing this a couple of times. Like I said, the last time we did it was almost 10 years ago, which is hard to believe. Maybe closer to 11 because I was looking at his book, which uh, is right here, which is those of you can see it on TV. It's various tentacles. I'll get it right. Jeez, by Larry O'Neill. Everything I'm looking at is backwards, just to let you know. And um, I still can't figure out what the white things are on the cover. But again, it, it, it's just a... Uh Oh, it's an octet. There's eight stories. That's right. And this is an octopus's tentacles. I remember now. All I have to do is think about it, and I can remember what's going on. But uh, anyhow, um, great book. If you want to read it, it's an easy read. It's enjoyable. Like I said, I haven't read in a few years, and I started picking it up. And one of the favorite stories I have in here, if I can pull it up real quick, is called Not Fade Away. And if uh, that song sounds familiar, it was done by uh, one of the guys 
guys I always enjoyed listening to music from, which was Mr. Buddy Holly. So uh, anyway, but that's going to wrap up a Who Nanny tonight. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this show. We'll be back in here real soon here on YouTube and also on the website online with Bill Alexander. And don't forget to check us out on Fayette TV Channel 77. So everybody, you have a great night and morning, afternoon, whatever it may be. And we'll talk to you next time here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. Well, I'm tired and I gotta go home. I'm tired and I gotta go home. My baby told me she's gonna set me free if I don't hurry back home. So I better be on my way. You know I cannot stay. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.